following podcast has been brought to you by the Ramble Mania Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Ramble Mania probably brings to you, it is I, the former inaugural Ramble Mania champion, former four-time champion, former inaugural Ramble Mania tag team champion, here's with the eyes on the journal along with as always. It's your boy, Jay Savage, one half of your cold, well, former um, cold tag team, you know, Rebel Main Champions, and let's get the show rolling, baby. We are Twin Magic, and welcome to another edition of Raw Rants, where we talk about the good, bad, who booked this shit, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> There's been, uh, throughout that whole Monday, there's been a lot of interesting things that happened. Not a bad Raw. Not, not, not a bad Raw now. You know, last week it was good and bad. This week it was actually, it was good at average for what it was. Like, I, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I'll say this. They've been, their buildup has been okay. Like, 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 you know, like, you know how some, some, like, like some raw shows leading to a pay-per-view, they really don't, they really don't do much of, of, you know, like building, like building, you know, storylines. But I feel like, I feel like lately they have, man, they've been, they've been fine, man. Yeah. Pointing us and then like they disappoint, but then they, 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 they try to find a way to, you know, make us happy again. So this is the go home show for Monday Night Raw going towards Redacted Backlash. Redacted. Uh, we got some, we, we do got some new stuff, um, new matches added, uh, stipulations added in some matches. Uh, again, you know, <clears throat> now we got to wait till SmackDown to see what else they're going to add or something else new. Like, I'm hoping they add the Fiddle Four Way for the Intercontinental Championship. Between Zayn, Owens, Apollo, and Big E, just to make things interesting. That'd be that'd be that, that honestly that'd be a dope match. I will I won't I won't hate it. Because I, I do believe that uh me and Tev on our last SmackDown episode we talked about it and yeah. I was saying that these guys need to be in a fatal four-way at Redacted Backlash. Because these guys have had a rivalry before, so they want to put this rivalry in between these four. Then they can move on to something else after Apollo wins and shit. Yeah. Um, a lot of interesting stuff happened here tonight on Raw. I mean, there was, again, there, there was some good buildup here going towards redacted backlash with these guys in the triple threat. Uh, the triple threat with the woman is, is actually, you know, getting somewhere is actually going pretty well. And... <clears throat> Uh, just, just everything that happened on Raw was at least worth watching. It didn't, some things did bore me, but it wasn't as boring as like what we saw within the last four weeks of Monday nights. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So, um, we, 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 we do have like some wrestling. I mean, I have one, you have one, so I'm just going to get this out of the way. I found out that Zelina Vega and um, this is probably his surprise thing. Uh, I just found out that she was in the performance center still training. Yep. So I mean, yeah. What what are you? What were your thoughts on this? If like honestly, I was like, 
I've heard I was I've I've heard stuff like that like like maybe like a month ago or whatever, but I wasn't too sure. Like there wasn't really anything like like set in stone, like like oh that she's still working. But I I, I did hear that she that you know she was doing something with it within the company. But honestly, I'm not I'm not shocked, bro. She she's really good, man. The fact that they released her was fucking retarded, bro. She can she can work pretty well in the ring. And this girl could talk her ass off, bro. Like, you feel me? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's working on maybe coming back, or maybe this is just something like, you know, non non wrestling, as in like she's not like on a Raw or SmackDown, you know, wrestling like every day. Like maybe this is just like like a backstage thing or like working with with um with a sponsorship or something. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm do hope I'm hoping that this just it goes towards her like doesn't matter if she goes back to competing or if she goes back to managing. I'm just hoping this leads to her, you know, just being back in the company. Yeah. You know, just in general. Because you know, everything that happened with her on uh November last year was yeah, pretty fucked up because you know, Vince McMahon wanted in on the uh on the Twitch trade and he wanted to give he wanted uh, the rights to everyone's Twitch account and all that other stuff, and you know Zelina Vega wasn't having that. And, you know, I I would I would agree also. Like, I would not want to give my my Twitch stock and account to WWE because they want to make money too. I think they make enough more money than what they than what they need. Like, they didn't need the the Twitch thing. I don't think they so. They didn't, but they, you know, they want to make money off of, they want, they want everything. Like they want, they want, they want every possible way that they can get money. So, you know, these people doing their gaming, streaming and stuff like that, WWE wants that money, you feel me? And Zelina, Zelina Vega, that's why I like her, man. She's still her ground, man. She's like, yo, like, nah, you all not going to do this to me, you feel me? Like, you are not like, and, you know, it, it, it resulted, it resulted in her being, you know, getting released or whatever. But sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta have that courage to. You, gotta, you know what? I'm gonna be good. They wanna release me, fine. You know, fine. They, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go with your gut. And she did that, and now she happens to be working with the company again. Mm-hmm. So, what, what was the news that you wanted to talk about? All right. So, my fellow, my fellow peoples out there. Um. So. Um, I was looking today on IG, and it seems that Fox did a, a poll for who who they wanted to see as the cover of Smack uh, of Raw and SmackDown. Like well, just, WWE 2K22. Who was who yeah. was going to be in the cover of the game? Yeah, uh, yeah. So they uh, for Raw they had Drew McIntyre, and then for SmackDown, SmackDown it was a female, and the female for SmackDown was Sasha Banks. Now, to give real quick to just give my opinion on it, I feel that it shouldn't. Eh, I mean, Jubaita is cool. He 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 did have a a decent year, you know. But honestly, I feel like out of the Almighty, Bobby Lashley should be the cover of Raw. And then, if you want to pick a female, but like, because you see, like for like they did SmackDown female. So who else is on SmackDown that could possibly take that, like be that cover? I mean Bianca Belair, but she just she's just she's just starting. So it's like 
you know, like, like who, who, who else? Like, like in your, like, who would you, like, if you had, if you had to pick a SmackDown female other than Sasha Banks to be the cover of SmackDown of just a WWE 2K2022 cover, who would it be? It's easy, Bailey. Oh shit! I forgot Bailey was on SmackDown. <laughs> I don't. I like I, again. I, I I don't. I don't. Um. I don't hate Sasha Banks, but I feel as if you know she doesn't deserve this spot. Yeah. I mean, why? Why does Sasha deserve it more than Bailey? I don't get it. I don't get it, and I I believe sometimes whatever whatever people whatever people say there is just bullshit. Cause like there are many other people besides this particular person that deserves it way more that works way harder than that person in particular. I'm not trying to say that Sasha Banks doesn't deserve it, but again, this is just the voting poll. It's, it's what people are voting for. I mean, yeah. it, could, it could be the same thing that they did in, you know, 2K20, you know, how they had Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch together on the cover. They could probably do the same thing here. Yeah. So who would you who would you pick as your cover for um the male? <coughs> I mean, in general, if I was to pick like one one <coughs> one male and one female, you already said baby for the female. Yeah, Bailey for the females instantly, but for her on the cover solo, yeah, not yeah, to yeah, be yeah. with someone. Now, if I was to pick, like you know, for the male, for the males, yeah. who would who would be on the cover more than ever? I mean, we saw Rey Mysterio as a teaser and Cesaro yeah. as a teaser for the first views of the game. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be fair to give it to those two? I would say those two or Daniel Bryan. I mean, I know he's not in the company anymore so whatever but i think for for him to go uh for him to go out it will possibly be like put him on the cover it won't hurt it's not gonna hurt anyone if daniel Bryan's on the cover of the game honestly i feel like if anything and if the game is good i feel a lot of people might buy it a lot of people will buy it and that's a big thing if the game is good because all the games suck Listen, I'm saying this now, man. I am praying to fucking God that this game does not have no mess up when it comes to, to creating characters where where you fucking create a character and he comes out and the next thing you know, he has no fucking face at all. And the only thing you see, the only uh, the no, only I'm, I'm watching Fire Pro right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was like, look behind him. I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, so it's not it, it's not like how I used to. I, I would create a character, and I will, I, I'm excited to see how it looked like. You feel me? like the entrance. Next thing you know, he comes out. The only thing you live, you literally see is his eyeballs, his mouth, no face, no facial construction, like no skull, no nothing, no skin, no nothing, just straight eyeballs and mouth. Yes. Like just picture that. That that's that that's fucking crazy. So that's why I'm like. And that's why I understand. I understand your frustration on why you don't play that game. You feel me? But I'm hoping. I'm. I have a lot of hope that that hopefully two thousand two K twenty two is going to be a great game. Uh, do like, Do so you far, remember so how graphic-wise, so far graphic graphic wise the game is is good, but we have to see 
like the way it's played. We have to see the creation. Like we have, we need to see all of that. Like, do you remember when fucking <clears throat> Battlegrounds came out? Yeah, it was like it was like the the fighting the anime fighting game that came out um two years ago. It was like Jump Force. Yeah, like, for the first week it was good, but then it was garbage. And I think we we beat the we beat the story like that quick. It was too easy. Yeah, me you yeah, mm-hmm. way too easy. And it's just like that's embarrassing knowing that. And then it got know, and then it got and then it got boring because honestly, even the when you try to do the Royal Rumble, people people found ways to cheat. People have found ways to cheat where they throw you in the corner and they they do something and next thing you know you're out. Like yeah, oh no 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 like no they'll do a grapple move like in, in the corner and the next thing you know like you fall down but because he's so close to you you glitch outside of outside yeah, like of him. Andre the Giant will do some move where yeah he'll throw you to the rope and you're out. Mm-hmm. Big Show will do his um his his stupid punch move and then all of a sudden you're out. Yo that yo mm-hmm. and that and honestly that's the reason why I never played that game again. <coughs> The crazy thing is, I like the game. I like the game. The game is good. The game is good. But when you have, when you have shit like that, that that like 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 when people find cheating ways to win and not and not play it like how it's meant to play, it makes the it 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 it, it, it makes the game from being fun to it sucking because you can't even you can't even do some of the quests that you got like some of the objectives you have to do because some of the some of the objectives say oh you have to last like at least five minutes in the way you rumble and sometimes you're eliminated within the first few seconds. Yeah that's true I, I like good thing I I mean I wouldn't consider it money well spent, but yeah. I think it was something different to play. But but again, it was just like it was good for the first week. Then after that, I was just garbage. Yeah, it was garbage. It was, it was straight. It was straight shit, bro. Straight doodle. All right. And, and, and I was upset, man, because I, I like, but there was so much I wanted to do in that game, bro. But once I felt, once I once I tried to do online, like Roy Rumble, because it was an objective for me to do. And and I can't get past it, but I'm like, yo, fuck this. I'm like, yo, I'm never gonna get far. Cause look, look at the shit that people are doing. <coughs> well, let's let's keep the ball rolling. We don't we don't want to keep too much time on on it. <laughs> Submitted to the approval of the Ramble Mania show. This is the return of the hinder gender and some new cronies. Without further ado, let's ramble. Ramble. So. We haven't done this in a while. We actually opened up Monday Night Raw with the opening signature of the show, the hip-hop yes, song. We get Pyro at yeah. the Thunderdome. I'm like, thank God, finally. Shit. Do you know how many times I I always hate when it's 8 o'clock and they just jump straight to the Thunderdome without even giving yeah. us like the opening signature or any of that shit? I'm like, you guys are so fucking pathetic, man. <laughs> More original than that. So, we, we opened the show with a six-woman tag match. We have the women's tag team champions, Nia, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler being accompanied by Reginald, teaming so, up against um, number one contender in the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair, taking exactly. on the other number one contender, Asuka, Teaming up against Dana Brooke and and these these <laughs> two girls actually have um a brand new tag team thing. Yeah, 
Actually, and it's, no lie, it's pretty, like, it, it's it's okay. Like, it, 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 it kind of, if it's the interest, I like what they do. Like they go, they go, they go, they come, they they come out. You know, they stand right there. They look at each other. Boom. You feel me? After that, straight walking. I said, I think it's pretty cool. And the theme song, like I feel like when they when they when they both do like the arm thing where they flex with the arm, I feel like that's when like the beat it like it drops like it goes boom and then it it, it starts getting like a little catchy. So but yeah, it's cool. I feel like this is the third time that they've gotten a different theme for these two women um hey i mean hopefully this one sticks uh <coughs> hey listen just sometimes you gotta go to some changes man sometimes sometimes you gotta go to some change until you find the until you feel like you find the right song man all right so you know match takes place it's picking up and then within the middle of the match you see reginald do some flips all the heel awesome. women run into the ring, and all of a sudden, Alexis Playground is just at, on the stage. Awesome. She's just laughing, but, you know, Alexis says sorry, but Lily's not sorry because they're watching someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we know who the original Red Herring is since everyone's saying it's Charlotte Flair. It's most definitely Charlotte Flair. So, yeah, basically, the match ends with uh, Oscar. Oh wait, wait, wait! You wanna repeat that again? What, what we said about Charlotte Flair? That Charlotte Flair, what? Charlotte Flair might be facing Alexa Bliss, since last week I told you that Sonya Deville might just be a red herring, since and since originally they're in search for someone. It most likely this is gonna be Charlotte's uh next feud after the triple threat. It it could, and you know. You know why I say I could agree with you? Because if you look at it, Charlotte Flair is taking advantage. You feel me? Lily could be like, Lily could just not like what Charlotte is doing. Yeah. And maybe that is the reason why she's maybe going after Charlotte. Mm. I, I, I would like that. Honestly, I would like to see that match, honestly. Because Alexa Bliss, this new character of hers, like, I want to see her wrestle. Like, I, I like what she's doing with the whole gimmick, you know, Alexa's playground, coming out, doing the middle of a match. I, I like that. But I, 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 I want to see more, and I want to see, I want to see more creative, creative stuff. That's what I want to see out of this. Because she has a great character. Her character is just like Bray Wyatt. Literally, just a female version. You feel me? So it's like, so, Oscar wins the match by pinning, by hitting Shayna Baszler with the Shining Wizard. Uh, Shayna Baszler going through knee or leg problems at the end of the match because she started to buckle. So, yeah, yeah, Shining Wizard, one, two, three. The match is over. The minute uh, Oscar gets up, boom, big boot right to her face. Right to her face. So Charlotte, no lie, when she catches people with that boot, like when she actually connects, that should look crazy. But you know, sometimes she, because sometimes when she hits the move, she don't really connect. But when she does, bro, oh my god, that should look killer. So yeah, after the big boot, you know, the um, the heels are outside by the apron. The baby faces are in the middle of the ring. And you just hear Alexa Bliss and Lily laughing maniacally and menacing, uh, throughout uh throughout the aftermath, and you know, ending the match there, um. What, what what were your thoughts on this match? Honestly, it, it it was 
it was good. It was one of those things where it also, like I said in the beginning of the show, they they did very well in building the storyline that they had. You got Mandy Rose dating book, um, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, and Reginald. No, no, sorry. Shayna Baszler, Nia, Nia Jax, and Reginald. And then, and then you have Charlotte with Oscar for the day in the triple threat with uh, Rhea Ripley for the Royal, the Royal Women's Championship. And then you have Alexa Bliss, um, you know, her storyline with whoever she's going, you know, for, we assume is Alexa Bliss. Well, no, we assume it's Charlotte, sorry. We assume it's Charlotte. So, you know, we just had to see, but they did very well once again. Like, you know, developing all, like, the and cra- the crazy thing here is that we legit had three storylines in one match. Three storylines play out in one match. Oh, yeah. You- oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't really, I don't want to count the tag team of the women because that's not really an angle if every week they have to switch on. Oh, we have to defend the belts with, with the Raw tag team. Now we got to go to SmackDown to defend the belts against the SmackDown tag team. It's I mean, not really. That was the that was the point of that title though. That's that's the point of that title for them for them to defend it on each brand. I get what you yeah, mean. Yeah, but the point the but the point is you need to focus on one team, not much much agreed, much agreed. Trust me, like much agreed. But honestly, when they made those titles, they said that those titles were going to be defended on Raw. And SmackDown, you know, so it's like, yeah, yeah, they like the reason I say they have a storyline because yeah, they they've been, I get it, like they've been doing the whole Lana and Naomi, no, no, Lana and Naomi on on Raw, right? Yes. Yeah. So okay, so they they had Lana Naomi, you know, on Dana Book and Mandy over there, and then on SmackDown, who they have, they have, oh, they have they have Tamina and and Natalia. Yeah, I mean. You feel me? It, it's a lot. I, I get what you mean. It's a it's a lot. So you don't consider it a storyline because they constantly got to they constantly got to defend the titles back and forth. Like, look, the match was there. Yeah. The only good thing that that was good about it was the whole thing with Alexa. We have uh, Riddle scooting by, seeing New Day. Uh, he talks about he thanks them for giving him a, a tag team registration for the name Arcade Bro. And notice that like I was watching the the last Raw runs, I kept saying Rated Arcade Bros. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you you kept on saying Rated Arcade Bros. Yes, I was <laughs> like, why? Like I am such an idiot. I am so sorry, and I'm never doing it again. Oh, you're still on the edge, era, bro. <laughs> so, fucking. Yeah, the, the New Day are, are telling Riddle, like, yeah, you, you got to have that registration if you want to have that name. Not like, you know, AJ and Omos don't have a tag name. And, you know, they talk about, you know, the the tomato, like Xavier was talking about, like, I want to throw some tomatoes at, at, at AJ and Omos. But you know what I want to do? I want to throw some pronuts and, like, tomatoes and donuts is what you want to throw at these men. <laughs> And then they talk about how Randy Orton got pelted with tomatoes and all that stuff. Hey, did you see Randy? He got hit with those tomatoes and, uh, and they're just like, and New Day is all like. And hey, Matt was like, oh, he's, is someone behind me? He's like very creep-like looking and all that stuff. 
Oh, hey, Randy. Are you so yeah. about you getting pelted with the tomatoes and stuff? I'm like, bro, you can you not be any more of a fucking... Listen, man. I love what they... Listen, Riddle is an amazing athlete, right? But this man, what they what they doing with him, so so what that they that they make him look, you know, silly or stupid or whatever. Like I love it, bro. I, I love this. This, this. this is awesome. And honestly, like I feel like Riddle is enjoying it as well. He's enjoying this shit, bro. Like this shit, this shit is dope, bro. I don't I don't I don't have a problem with Riddle acting like this, bro. I, I legit don't. I love it. Every every week I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing like you know what he's gonna say, what he's gonna what he wants to do with fucking Randy Orton and shit. You know, so it's cool. So Randy Orton is looking at him very serious, like <laughs> you think that's funny? You wanna know what I find funny? <laughs> I don't know why he said this, but when he said it, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I find ending careers funny. I find killing legends funny. I find kicking people in the skull funny. I find setting things on fire funny. And you know what else is going to be funny? Us beating the crap out of those fucking four men in the ring. <laughs> so he leaves and New Day, just New Day and Riddle, you know, stupid puns, tomatoes, Ketchup, get it? Ha! <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so let's catch up. Um, fuck! <laughs> Why would you? Jesus! <laughs> Good segment. Funny se- I mean, if there's ever, if, the, if there's never been a moment in Riddle where he's just like, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't had a bad segment. Everything that he does is just great. I mean, yeah. It's moments like this where it's just like, where the fuck is our truth? <laughs> like, where the no, fuck, where is he at? Yo, yeah, where is our 24 7 7 11 I 95 South? <laughs> Yo, I'm, apparently I'm, he's, he's on Raw Talk after, like, uh, after Raw, but he's not, listen, on, he's not on the show. I promise you this give me maybe three weeks. <laughs> to all our viewers out there, give me three, give me three weeks, and I promise you, I will have down everything that our truth calls that title all in one. Give me three weeks to all our viewers out there, bro. We haven't we haven't seen him since since May. Well, I don't even know if we even saw him at Mania, but we haven't seen him since wow. probably the go home show of Mania. So it's we- it's literally almost been it's almost about to be two months. Look, look, they gave a 50-year-old R2 for break of doing comedy sticks. You feel me? Because they have a younger guy there that's doing that, that's filling in his shoes on this thing. He's doing really well. He's doing pretty well. So MVP is walking back and he's going into the locker room of Braun Strowman. Mr. Strowman. He knocks, but he just he just lets himself in like if it was his fucking house. Yeah, because clearly I didn't hear anybody say, come in. Entra. I didn't hear anyone say that. Open sesame or whatever. I heard nothing. All I, I heard was, all I heard was, fucking goes right in the door. 
So we have Braun uh, in in his in his locker room. Yeah, right. You, you just told all the guys stay away from the camera shot. <laughs> yeah, stay away. And he's talking to one of the officials, and this this official appeared in a promo with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. This is the guy that presented the flowers to Nia Jax. Yeah. Yeah, so he appears again. So uh, we might be seeing this guy a lot on, on TV more often. But he appears, they're talking, you know, muted and all that stuff. And MVP just barges in like, you know. So they talk about what happened last week. Yeah. About how MVP, you know, should be blaming Braun. Well, MVP tells Braun you should be blaming, you know, Drew McIntyre for your loss because last week you technically lost to Drew yeah. when Bobby Lashley beat you. But, again, it was Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman. Bobby Lashley beat Braun Strowman because Drew McIntyre interfered because Strowman wanted to go play choo-choo train and go <laughs> fucking B-train on niggas and just ram <laughs> Drew McIntyre. So, yeah, yeah, that's why Braun Strowman lost because of a distraction from Drew. So. Yeah. Basically, Braun doesn't want to hear it. He just wants to hear this business proposal that MVP has. So, basically, MVP says Bobby Lashley would, would rather, if if Bobby Lashley was to lose the WWE Championship at Redacted Backlash, Bobby Lashley would rather lose it to Braun Strowman instead of Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre had his chance. He lost at WrestleMania. You know, he shouldn't be getting another opportunity like this. So this is my proposal. Take out Drew McIntyre and make sure he doesn't go into redacted backlash as a triple threat, making it a one-on-one match, giving Braun Strowman a fair chance. Yeah, pretty much. So Braun, you know, takes it into consideration, thinks it over. The segment ends from there. Now we, we, we go to uh, the offices of Adam Pierce. He is with uh, Damian Priest, John Drip Drip Moist Morrison, and The Miz. Drip Drip. And it's just plain and simple. All these fucking morons standing in a row. (laughs) (laughs) They they basically, uh, they want to end this rivalry once and for all. So there's a rematch going to take place later between John, Johnny Moist, Drip Drip Morrison, Whatever the fuck. If you're calling yourself moist drip drip, why are you not sweatier than Shane McMahon of all people? I don't even know, bro. Don't call yourself moist drip drip Morrison. If you're not gonna if if you're not gonna show up in your fucking in your 90s uh six-pack looking bod commercial for uh and not be all dry and be all dry and not be all wet, like don't call yourself moist or don't call yourself drip drip. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, I just gotta say this, bro. I just want to give away on Pokemon, on Pokemon, right? Hold on, no, yeah. this, this, hold on, just real quick, this is it, right? Oh, you want a giveaway, right? To win a whole, literally a whole Pokédex, right? A whole Pokédex for the or shiny, bro. I just want a giveaway just now for that. If I took my glasses off right now, you'd see my reaction, but you would also see how fucking deformed I am right now. <laughs> so I'm not giving people that kind of privilege. All right, so so look. Uh, yeah, the rematch takes place later on, but the rematch has a twist. 
So the match was announced that we're going to get Miz versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest at Redacted Backlash. But here's the case. If Morrison wins or if uh, Damian Priest wins their match against each other, one of them gets to pick the stipulation for the match. Yeah. The Miz is, you know, trying to be reasonable, trying to, uh, you know, uh, get his way, uh, trying to get out of that whole stipulation. John Morrison just being John Morrison. We accept. Yeah, and the Miz is just like John. Do you realize what you just got us into? Yeah, like, don't worry, bro. I got this. You know, if we win, we pick the stipulation. That's all that matters. If we win, we pick the stipulation. That's it. Oh, John Morrison, man. What is this guy like? On like honestly, and this is why I said that they're gonna split up, bro. Yeah, th- this Sunday might be the might be the end of the dirt suit part two. Because- because they, because we all know what's gonna happen. They're gonna lose. Miz is gonna lose, and he's gonna blame. He's gonna blame. He's gonna blame Morrison for that. So we got more backstage shit, but it's a pre pre match promo for the match, and it is the return of the WW a former WWE champion, the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, and. He's not alone. The man actually has cronies. And holy shit, when did the Bollywood boys get taller and steroid up? <laughs> no, this time it's it's not the Bollywood boys. It's it's not those guys. It's it's some dude from the tag team Indushare goes yeah. by the name Veer. And mm-hmm. some big hum- humongous looking motherfucker that's not I'll as tall as Omis. That's not as tall as Omas, but looks like a $2 steak version of Roman Reigns from The Shield. And he goes by the name of Shanky. Shanky, 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 Shanky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy Shanky, bro. Oh, my God. I go a lot, man. When I watched the, the India show, when they had the India Spectacular, what, um, what? With all the new Indian like people that they were that they were introducing to like the world and stuff, yo, when he 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 was pretty good, man. He did decent in his. I forgot who he tagged with because I know he tagged with somebody. Who Shanky? Yeah, yeah, Shanky. Yeah, no, Shanky. Shanky did. I, I just found out that Shanky was like a singles guy. You're talking about the the dude Veer. So I found out about the um the Veer's tag partner. He is injured. You were yeah. right. He is injured at the moment, so we. I'm hoping that you know. Kind of figured that, man, because it was like he he was doing. He was on TV, but it fig it makes sense why why they're not on TV. Now. Well, I mean, like if because we watch what's on cable television. I mean, we don't watch 205 Live or Main Event or whatever else they have. That's like a B show that we don't watch. So. Yeah. You, we would see that they would appear a lot on those shows. Well, in the share, I don't know a goddamn thing for Shanky. All I know, his, <laughs> all all I know is Shanky and is basically just man. Get rid of the tank top. Get rid of the pants and the combat boots. Because literally, literally, it's it's just it's it's not looking good. Like, uh, but yeah. Uh, Jinder Mahal has a match taking place against Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah, go ahead. We'll ramble on on this match. What did you think? Honestly, it it 
it was it was decent, honestly, but you know, it sucks that Jeff Hardy had to take the pin. Like like it like it that that that's what sucks for me. Like it sucks that it sucks that Jeff Hardy had to take the pin, but you know it is what it is what it is. Um, it, this was it was meant for Jeff Hardy to take the pin because Jinder Mahal, Dave, he comes back, he comes back with his new croonies. So you know it, it was meant for Jeff Hardy to take the pin. The match was it was what it was, honestly. Um, that's how I feel about it. The match was. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll, I'll agree with you on that. This was just something to give Jinder a, a, a win for. Jeff Hardy is not really being, you know, utilized at, at this time. And I've been hearing rumors that he might just, that this might be his time to, to go and then, you know, go to AEW, be with his brother and all that stuff. That, yeah, I, that's just rumors. I, I, I don't know if that's true. No, but. but- the, the fact that you're mentioning it, 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 it must be true because I did see, I did see an article that was saying that Matt Hardy want when Jeff Hardy, he said when Jeff Hardy is done with WWE, he would like for the Hardys to reunite, um, at AEW. So it could be, could be true, but we don't know if it would happen, if it could happen. Yeah. So you know, uh, the match was short. It was just something for Gender to do. Uh, uh, Jeff Hardy to make Gender look strong here. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, the um, the cronies did not get involved at all. They were just sitting there being support. Hopefully, within the next few weeks, if they make Gender strong, this would be the perfect opportunity for him to get his crew to interfere. I, I was hearing. I was also hearing rumors that. Um, they were they were trying. Well, they were trying to do this last year, but Gender got injured and stuff. That he was supposed to be penciled in for a storyline with Drew McIntyre while he was WWE champion. Then the injury plague, you know, came in. So I'm hearing that possibly after redacted backlash, that Gender wants to work with Drew. Drew actually wants to work with Gender, see what they could do together as they rivals. Magic, bro, no lie, bro. They can make they can make magic. Cause they're both, they're both really good, honestly, and they have history. Three MB. <laughs> yeah, and three. Um, yeah, so uh, gender wins with the Coloss. Big win for gender there. I mean, glad to see him on Monday Night Raw. Just hopefully they they do something correct with him this time instead of doing the the same old stick that they tried to do before. Elias and Riker, they're backstage. Riker has a bucket of tomatoes, and you know the guys want revenge. The tag team tag team chance AJ Styles and Omos show up. They're they're looking at them like they're they're a bunch of fools. Oh, and AJ shaved his beard and just has the goatee now, which <laughs> is so weird. Weirdest, weird as fuck. I'm like, so they're 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 not here to play games like they're uh, Jackson. No. Riker and Elias just, just want to goof off. Like, they want to throw tomatoes at New Day and Randy and all that stuff. It's like, oh, and Elias, I have a song to play. Elias plays a song. No, 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 no. Stop. No tomatoes. No fucking song. I'm going to go out there and Omar's going to teach you motherfuckers how to go out there and whoop some ass. Takes a tomato. And he's like, this 
is our opponents. And he just squeezes it like he means it. Like that Nickelodeon show, Doug. Uh, what is it, Coach Wittenberg? <laughs> <laughs> so. No, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, what, what, what were your thoughts on this segment? That's a good segment. I always, I'm always into, I, I always like when they let Omar speak, you know, because at first, at first, I'll be honest, I didn't think Omar sp- like spoke like very good English, but honestly, every week he he impresses me more. He impresses me more and more. So um, the segment was was cool, you know. It was, it was honestly just to shine light on the tag team champion because honestly, who cares about Elias and Riker? I do. I care about Elias. I mean, Riker no, I is another know. story. Not Riker. Riker can kiss my my ass. Yeah. Oregon. I mean, this segment to me it was it was okay. I mean, yeah, AJ AJ could get funny sometimes when it comes to promos. And yeah. that, that's a good thing. So and you know, almost you know, taking time to you know actually say a few words and stuff, which is pretty cool too. I like that. So we have the the eight-man tag match, which is RK Bro and the New Day taking on uh Elias and Riker and AJ and Omos. So, yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on this match? Fucking great match. Omos. <laughs> Omos k- kicking fucking ass. Like, fucking always. Nah. <laughs> nah, it was, uh, it was um, a good match. I mean, I forgot who won. I believe it was. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll explain it later. Just give your okay. thoughts on the match. Um. Match was good. I mean, I'm always I I always like when they when you know Omos and Omos and AJ. Well, honestly, let's be honest here. We did we didn't get AJ and Omos for almost fucking like three weeks. So <laughs> it's it's definitely good to see the tag champs on the show again. You know, well they were on the show last week. So no, 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 no. They wasn't. This was their first time back, right? No, they were on the show last week. Okay, okay, yes. So yeah, so they were on the show last week. They they here this week. So. Two two weeks in a row, we get we get our world tag team champion. I love it, and you know, honestly, it's always great to see Riker get his ass kicked on the scene. You're just happy that AJ Styles is back on Raw. I don't, oh, well, I don't oh, blame you. I don't blame I, you. I, I mean, I love I love the phenomenal one, bro. I, I don't blame the same thing here. Like, I if Raw would not be, like I said it last week, Raw would not be phenomenal if AJ Styles is not there. Like, <laughs> it just, just wouldn't make any sense. So, so this is, this is what happens during the end of the match. Uh, New Day basically grab AJ Styles by his ankles. They're outside and they're like spinning him around on the ground by his ankles, and then they're dragging him. Omos is in the middle of the ring, looking like, like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do, George? What do I do? <laughs> so he's just standing there like. Okay, I could beat up Randy, but then I could go help my my buddy out, my tag team partner out. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, you can can you make yourself be that dumb? All right, so <laughs> so this is stupid. So this is what happens. Uh, Elias gets RKO'd by Orton. Orton pins Elias, getting the win, and they're celebrating. They're having fun. Matt Riddle, you know, I hate dancing, but Matt Riddle looking high and dancing to Orange Steve. He's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. RKO on Xavier Woods. And then out of nowhere, RKO on Kofi. And then Matt Riddle is just yelling at him like, 
how can we how can we have friends if you keep doing stuff like this bro (laughs) i'm just like okay you got a call from stone cold steve austin and he told you rko the baby faces you're the baby face (laughs) and i'm just like yes this is the Orton that I like. I mean, it, it's sort of it's sort of awesome-ish for him to do that. Like, you know, just RKO, the baby faces. I mean, yeah, they were making fun of him after he was just, like, p- pelted with pota- uh, tomatoes last week and shit. So they kind of deserve – those two deserved what they got. Or they got what they deserved, whatever. <laughs> they got what they deserved. But, you know, <laughs> the, this whole match, um, it was it was great. I mean – I, I I shouldn't really be giving it a lot of credit for what it was, but it was it was actually you know it was worth the the amount of time that they gave it, and I can't I can't blame them for for giving us something this good. I mean, again, rated R. Uh, wow, I did it again. I almost did it again. <laughs> let me repeat. One. Let me let me go back real quick. RK Bro is looking pretty pretty. Pretty, pretty smooth right now. Pretty interesting. So I'm, I'm hoping that they don't split them up anytime soon. That they're, they're the next in line for a tag team contendership. And I'm hoping that they actually do that registration. Like they actually come up together, being called RK Bro. Yo, honestly, that'll be sick, bro. Honestly, that'll be. Listen, that'll, that'll be fucking. Okay. That'll be, that'll be sick until Randy, you know, does what Randy does. We yeah. see Sonya Deville and Charlotte Flair in the office. Um, they're, they're talking, and it's all muted. You can't hear what they're saying, but I think you know what, what's gonna, what's coming here. Yes, we bro. now go back to Sonya Deville in the office. We have the Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley. We have Asuka face-to-face with each other in, the, in between Sonya Deville. And Sonya Deville actually throws uh, an idea in mind that somebody gave her, aka Charlotte gave you this idea because you're you're because you're Charlotte's protege now, and you have to listen to what the Queen says, and you know you have to be fair to Flair because don't she'll fucking injure the shit out of you, or she'll get Daddy to kick your ass. Yep, and you know she get Daddy to kick your ass, and nobody's safe. Daddy will kick you while wooing you. Kick, woo, kick, kick. woo, kick. Woo! Kick! Woo! All right, all right, girl, take over. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so basically, the whole plan is like because it's the go home show for for Redacted Backlash, so we're gonna get this WrestleMania rematch again. Oh my God! <laughs> Oscar versus Oscar doing double duty. She just fucking wrestled in, in the beginning of the show. Yep. So it's Oscar versus Rhea Ripley in a WrestleMania rematch, just not for the title. This was Charlotte's idea that she presented to Sonya Deville in order for Charlotte to, you know, get uh, heal up going into redacted backlash while these two women beat the living shit out of each other. So, I mean, it's, it's just so, it's, I don't understand why is it that Charlotte has to has to make it seem like okay, I I I own you now, Sonia. So everything that I tell you must be done. You lifted my suspension. You lifted my one hundred thousand dollar fine. 
put me in this fucking match, and now you must have these women face each other one on one. Okay, so we finally, we finally get the one on one match that you know that we were we've been trying to get for weeks now. It's Sheamus finally going one on one with Roberto Carrillo in a non-title match. Oh man, so go ahead. Give give your thoughts. Give your thoughts on this match. Honestly, they didn't give a fuck about it. It's it's Sheamus, bro. We know we know fucking Humberto is not gonna get the win, bro. This is Sheamus we're talking about, bro. Ever since what the fuck? Oh, ever since you see my cat just jump out the jump from the window. Um, but yeah, I mean, ever since Sheamus got the title, like. He just he he just been on a whole new level, but he's like he literally Humberto <coughs> was ass, bro. Like I I, I give Humberto credit, man, to go to go every every week and go on live TV and get your ass whooped by an Irish guy that has anger problems. Not even and, anger problems, a stiff a stiff Irishman that doesn't that doesn't believe in the word safety. That's true, yeah. You're right. Shit is crazy, man. Shit is crazy, bro. Um, so yeah, like I I honestly say this match was actually <coughs> it was really getting somewhere. It was really picking up some steam. I was actually getting interested in what they were doing, and then the fucking injury happened. Oh yeah. You're right. I so, forgot. Sunset flip powerbomb outside the ring going on to, to, to the bottom of the... I forgot about that to part. To the ground. Seamus basically lands on uh, Humberto's pelvis and groin with his lower back and buttocks. Yep. And um, I do believe that uh, Humberto's right leg landed uh, completely wrong. And he was just sitting there clinching himself, you know, injury. And you could you could literally see him, you know, doing this in front of the camera, like like he's doing this. Yeah. He, while the ref is counting, the ref had to stop his count because he knew immediately something was wrong. Yeah, so right man. there, he sees he sees Umberto going like Seamus is, you know, crawling to him, asking him if he's okay. That's when you knew the injury took place. And instead of you know the ref continuing the count, the match just ends. Yeah, man, you gotta in, end in a no contest. Hey, listen, you gotta end. You gotta end. Listen, honestly, it, it it sucks when a when a it sucks when a wrestler um you know when he gets when a, when a, when a when a wrestler that just literally that just came back to on to TV, you feel me? Gets injured again, man. That always sucks. Definitely for a person like Humberto. Humberto, he's he's very athletic, man. He has so much talent, and the fact that man, this guy just gets injured, man. It just it sucks, man. He's another one that's like you know you're 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 injury prone, man. You just mm-hmm. got back from injury a month ago, and yeah. now all of a sudden you you come back, you get all ripped, you got this sexy looking body now that everyone's jealous at you for, and then all of a sudden you're injured. Mm-hmm. You're you're fucking injured. And you know what? I'm just like, again, accidents happen in the ring. I'm not giving Humberto any shit for this. 
Because you know yeah, what? This yeah. this angle was actually getting somewhere. This was actually like besides everything that happened within uh, last week, which had like original. So this was actually the most original angle that they were doing. But then, you know, injuries can occur at any moment and you never know when they can happen. Honestly, yes. This was another one that was like a match of the night qualifier. And it was. It was. But the injury... I'm not going to say it ruined it. It was just out of nowhere. And you know what? Um, wish Humberto Carrillo a speedy recovery, and hopefully he returns back to the ring soon. Yo, hope, no, I'm, I'm hoping the injury is not really, like, that serious, too. You know what I'm saying, man? I feel like every time they ha- they want to push this guy, man, he, he gets injured, man. Especially like if before, it's the United States Championship. Oh, but it's, it's like he has a curse with that title, bro. It's like, bro, could they, I think this is like the second time that they've been wanting to push him for that, you know, for that title. And it's like, yo, every time they try to, man, this guy gets injured and it sucks, bro. At this point, you might as well just, I don't mean, I don't want to say demote him or anything. Just put him on 205 Live. Like, that U.S. Ti- that US title is basically like a fucking curse. And if it's like, if he's never going to win that championship, then why do you have him going after it? Why do you have him chasing after that belt if you know you're not going to give him the opportunity or will to win that belt? That's true. You're right. You're so, right. I mean, I, I wish he 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 makes a speedy recovery from the injury and he comes back. So, I I think now we might as well focus on the the fresh meat and that is Mansoor. Oh yeah, oh boy, Mansoor, one of the greatest records right now. Yes. So this is one thing that I've been starting to notice that they've been doing on Monday Night Raw, and I'm starting to hate it now. I am hating it so much. So before the U.S. Championship match took place, there was a promo backstage with Bobby Lashley and MVP. We have the the Englishman uh, coming into the Hurt Business locker room disrespectfully not even knocking on the door you know just barging in like he runs the place and shit and you know he asked bobby a question he asked bobby what more does he have to prove against drew mcintyre and you know mvp just basically cuts him off he's like drew bobby lastly proved that he could beat drew mcintyre just look at what happened at wrestlemania talk Mm -hmm. about everything that happened at me like bro that was that was a month ago. Let's go. Let's Stop it already. Go. So they they see this as like they see this as a sequel to what transpired at Mania because MVP is basically saying how Bobby Lashley is going to destroy Drew McIntyre and his main event tonight and put him in the hurt lock. And he also meant the so uh Kevin basically tells MVP about um the business proposition that he, you know, made to Braun and MVP has no comment on that. You know, that that's it. That's basically, that's the end of the promo there. So the Lucha House Party got a fucking segment. Why? And Lucha Lit? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Honestly, I, I feel, I, I feel like, just how I feel, right? I feel like, Release Metalik, keep Linsay, and just do something with him. I feel like this just needs a Peter Griffin moment. Like, what is it that who the hell cares shit? Like, can we just get that for a minute? Like, I, I, I yeah. earned that. 
<laughs> I understand that. Oh, and the, the, I, 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 will, I will want that again later for when I talk about this, uh, this shit later on. So we have another match taking place, and that is Sheldon Benjamin taking on Cedric Alexander in one-on-one competition. Yeah. Go ahead, ramble on in this match. Yo, this match, fire. Fire. And, and I like Cedric's character, yo. Cedric has this thing now where when he wrestles, he likes to talk shit inside the ring as now. Like, you know, we we know a few wrestlers that do that. My boy KO. <coughs> KO does that a lot where he talks shit and he talks shit to the, any wrestler he fight he fights against. Um, um who else? There's a few, you know, a few a few people, a few people still do it now. Um but yeah, I I, I be thinking I, man, I I be thinking that's though I, I you know I like this new attitude with that shot that um Cedric has. Boy, Shelton, man. We need to give that boy some props, man. He's 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 got, he's 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 older. He's a lot more he's a lot more older than he was years ago. But this man can still perform, bro. Yes. He may he may not still be able to do a lot of the high fly stuff that he used to do, which he didn't do. He, he honestly, I'll be honest, he didn't really do a lot. He didn't he didn't do like he didn't do a lot, but the little stuff that he did. I think in his return, he hasn't ever since he returned, he he, he hasn't done anything, anything yeah, like, he's, like, like he's, high flying. Like I think they I think because of his age, like WWE want to keep him away for that. Or I think he's like he's asking them that he wants to be kept away from that. Yo, and I and I respect it because like even without that, like he does he does great. He has great in ring, like Matt. Matt wrestling skills, you know, like he's he's very he's very good, man. He doesn't need to do high flying spots and stuff like that. So, man, it's it's just man that 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 boy needs he need he needs a lot more respect, and a lot more praise, man. Like at the age that he is, and you working with somebody like Cedric that can move that can move extremely fast. Like Cedric, Cedric can move fast, bro. And you know, for Shelton to definitely keep up and you know and definitely win the match, humble he humbled. The, the the young pit bull in Cedric Alexander. So it was a great match, man. I mean, it was a good match. I definitely enjoyed it. And once again, it's definitely it's definitely good to see Shelton Benjamin at the at the level he's on. Honestly, well, if I can say this, I, uh, that was like that was an upset right there. Yeah, to me, it was. that was an upset. I mean, yes, uh, 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 an old guy beating uh, a young up and comer. That that that. The, how bizarro is that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Shelton deserves this. He deserves this so much. He really did. And you know what? Cedric talked talks too much. Like, bro, you never shut bro. up. And you never shut up. I I up too much. Oh, oh boy, I just shut the talking. fuck up. Plain and simple. Shut the fuck up and wrestle. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I, I like it. I, I like right. it for certain, certain wrestling. Certain, certain. Okay, but monologuing in wrestling, just in general, monologuing is a wrestler's greatest weakness, especially if you're playing the fucking heel. Just shut the fuck up. Wrestle and shut the fuck up. And that's why he lost. <laughs> There's nothing wrong that's with that. That's not wrong. And you know, for all for all that for all that bullshit, for all that hot game that you were trying to spit, you got T-boned the fuck out. You got T-boned, I put to sleep. All right. 
You got T-bone steak, nigga. T-bone suplex. Now I'm hungry for a steak. <sighs> okay. Sean Benjamin. I mean, look, this was a this was a good match from from two former tag teams, two wrestlers. One that one that has a lot of agility and you know a lot of stamina in his in his age, because like Cedric said, I'm in the prime of my life. And then Cedric, who is very, you know, slow paced, methodical, very matte, technical, ground based guy, you know, doesn't do, you know, all the flippy shit that he used to do in his, you know, early to mid 20s. Something had to change. And, you know, I'm happy that he he could change that because not a lot of people could still do flips and tricks and bullshit at their fucking age. I don't even understand how the Rock and Roll Express could do Canadian Destroyers at 70 years old. Oh, yo, for real. I, I I think one of them too. One of them became a tag a tag team champion with his what son. Is, um, I think it was um Ricky Morton. Yeah, the one with, there was the one with the blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. Congrats, congrats to. So Sean Benjamin on, on on this upset against Cedric. Cedric, just take everyone's advice. Stop talking so damn much, man. Stop talking so goddamn much. When you talk too much, you take L's. Yeah, take all the L's. I, even if you're in the prime of your life. <laughs> we got Drew Gulak and Angel Garza. Well, we got Angel Garza taking a photo shoot with his bros. Drew Gulak waltzes in, interrupts. You know, Garza's photo shoot talks about, you know, how he was humiliated and embarrassed for what happened to him last week. And Garza's like, what? He said, you embarrassed? You humiliated me last week. I'm like, did you have to yell at him again saying that? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, like, th- this was a dumb promo to, to begin. To, to end the promo, it was basically like, next time. Next time I face you, I'm gonna shove this rose down your throat. <laughs> I'm like, that's a bit vicious if you ask me. Why did you say it like that, bro? You said that's it like funny. you said it like a one nine hundred sex line. I'm gonna shove it down your throat, like whoa, buddy. <laughs> whoa there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think this is. I have a feeling that they're going to announce this on WWE.com. And now for the Redacted Backlash pre-show, Angel Garza versus Drew Gulak. Versus Gabba Gulak. And then this time we'll actually actually see the the rose pellets go down Gulak's throat. It's going to be a loser loser gets gets a whole rose shoved shoved up their ass. Just make it a kiss my ass match and call it a fucking day. No, do that for Extreme Rules. Okay. Yo, oh my god, a kiss my ass match. That yes. Is, <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. Yes. That, Drew Drew Gulak and Angel Garza go one-on-one in the return of the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. The winner, <laughs> no, the loser must kiss Vince McMahon's bare moon. <laughs> it's old now, so you know, back in the days it was nice and young, you know. Now it's 
<laughs> you know, you know oh. that you know Vince had, probably has like a, a a fucking a blackhead on his butt cheek, on his right butt cheek, a mole on his left butt cheek, and it's just all fucking makeup yeah. and powdered up and shit. And they're like, "Fuck her up, motherfucker!" Yeah, <laughs> okay, so we have the the women's match between uh, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Uh I'll be honest, but I I won't I won't talk about it because I think I was downstairs during this match, so I can't really I I won't talk about All it. All right, so I'll talk about it then. I mean this this match was. I didn't watch it, be honest. I mean it, it was a good it was a really good match. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it any bullshit. It was a good match. It was okay. really good for what it was. Um, the only thing that bothered me was that you know Charlotte had to be there on commentary, and you know shit to say or stuff. There was a moment where um. All three women are outside, and Rhea is face-to-face with Charlotte. Like, Charlotte stands up from the commentary booth, and, you know, these two are face-to-face. And then um, I do remember Asuka running on the announce table about to do her um, her little hip attack. Uh, they move out of the way, and her back is just, like, barricade city. Damn. So, yeah, it, it was good. Um, Rhea, Rhea wins with the Riptide. One, two, three. Um, good, good shit for Rhea. I mean, Oscar making Rhea look super strong going into the on um, the pay per view. Uh, uh, Charlotte being Charlotte, just not just just being the most cockiest flair ever. She she's now the dirtiest queen in the game because I have a gut feeling that Sonya Deville is going to pop up. At Redacted Backlash after that match and be like, oh, the match isn't over yet. Rhea, you pinned Oscar. Now you have to beat Charlotte. And yeah. then they do this bullshit. So so yeah. I have I have a good feeling that you know Charlotte has some tricks up her sleeve going into redacted backlash for this triple threat. I think so too. I I I I I Bro, honestly, I won't be surprised, bro. It's a flare, man. I keep saying this, bro. It's a flare. And they I mean, always find a way, bro. I, I, I would not mind what what these three women do. I mean, I believe that both of these women could, you know, uh make a killing. Yeah. So I'm I'm just hoping that they 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 do they do uh they do this booking correctly and they don't give us like some bullshit and it's it's a triple threat it's no DQ can we at least get some kendo sticks and chairs and if we can if we can I'm only asking for one table <laughs> just one what? table the request of Hazel the Eye Zombie it's just I'm I'm, on, I'm only a table yes it's just like Spider-Man everybody gets one I just want one table spot from these women I don't care if they have to pull a table from out of the ring or use the announce table I just want one table spot just give me that okay <laughs> oh so this guy's name is Patrick I kept fucking confusing his last name <laughs> I thought it was Thompson Johnson what the the fucking the new interviewer Oh, okay, okay. This is again. This is how. This is why I have this joke of like I don't care for these new people that they fucking. Why you think that like every time we talk about Raw, we don't talk about what the commentators like say or do within the show? Because it's all fucking stupid. Unless it's corporation. I mean, would you want to do that? No, you wouldn't want to do that because you're fucking stupid. 
So it's stupid. We have Kevin Patrick. Now I have to remember this man's name. Fuck. He's now interviewing Drew. Drew talks about that he had no means of getting involved in what happened last week. It was wasn't accidental. It was just Braun ran into me like choo-choo train and just thought he could run shit. And you know, he ran me over. Yo, so, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Drew's no Braun shoved the shit out of Drew's face, bro. What's that said? I was like, yo. So he talks. He also talks about the uh, the business deal that MVP made to Braun Strowman about how uh, Braun and Lashley are gonna attack Drew so that they can have their little one on one match, and Drew don't Drew won't have to make it to redacted backlash and all that other shit. Yeah. Yeah, just the same nonsense. He's gonna beat Lashley, and then he's gonna go into redacted backlash and beat the WWE champion and dumb shit. So. Yeah. Now at this match between Damian Priest taking on Johnny Moist Drip Drip Morrison. Johnny Drip Drip Drippy Drip Drip Drip. Ramble on. Go ahead. My boy, Johnny Drip Drip. What is there more to say? Did you even see this match? Yes, I did. All right, so talk um, about the fucking match. Nah, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> didn't didn't we didn't we get this match already though? Like what, we like, had it last week. Yeah, like so it's like you. But this time, this is what a stipulation. The stipulation no, I, I, is I, what matters. I, I I I get I get that, but it's literally literally the match was is no no different. Literally, <laughs> they 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 legit did the same fucking move yeah. from last week. Everything they did was the same from last week. The only thing, like you said, there was just a stipulation added. Which Morrison lost because of the Miz. There was one different thing that happened in this okay. match, and that right. was Damian Priest and the Miz outside of the ring, and Miz taking his clothes off and begging Damian Priest to fight him. And then that's that, that's right. what hits the right. lights on Johnny Moist Drippy Drip Morrison. One, two, three. <laughs> Damian Priest wins, and you know I said it last week. This angle. Bro, we've been doing this since the Rumble. Can we please? Can we please? After Sunday, can we please? Por favor. I want to move the fuck on already. Listen, listen. Every time we say, every every time we say, yo, this is like the end of the storyline, it's not the fucking end, but hopefully this is the end. And we this can- has to be like this, this, this has to be. I, I like, and if this is, if this is not, I'm going to be even more like <laughs> if we watch. Raw next Monday after fucking redacted backlash and we do this shit again. Oh my god. I'm going to blow a fucking gasket. (laughs) Speaking of gaskets that I'm about to blow right now, this fucking lady gets a second promo package. So (laughs) I may know you talking about fuck you, Peter Griffin, please. Who the hell fucking cares? No, no. I, I, wasn't wasn't you saying that you don't understand her character? That you're very confused on the no, character? no. I, it's it's not that I don't understand her character. I just don't understand her. I don't understand why 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 of all people you let go of the iconics. You let go of Mickey James. You let go of Samoa Joe to bring back this this thing that. That made wrestling horrible. Are you talking about the pink lemonade? 
how are you all read everything and then all of a sudden you're yeah bro you're well no she's no longer going as all read everything now it's just eva evolution now whatever whatever that thing wants to call herself <laughs> i don't care i'm like bakura and Yu -Gi -Oh. i don't care priest and adam pierce in the office they start talking and whoa the fucking audio bro what the fuck <laughs> that audio was oh my god that was like dsl modem shit that i was hearing right there yeah, it was, yeah, the wars, man. So they make the match. The match is already official, but now the stipulation is official. The Miz will be in a lumberjack match for the second time in 2021. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, he lost the lumberjack match to Bobby Lashley, and that's how he became the almighty WWE champion. So, yes, he did. Yes. Uh, so he so he explains why he wants the match. He's like I'm sick and tired of Miz running away. And the best line that Damian Priest said to to Adam Pierce is like, "Bring them all, Raw, SmackDown, Alien, Zombies, bring them all." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> bring them all. I don't care. We get aliens." <laughs> so like, please, after Redacted Backlash, please, please, can we move on? Can we please move on? Give my boy Damian Priest yeah, another man. rivalry. You know, let's let's split up the dirt sheets so that they can have their rivalry at Extreme Rules mm -hmm. going into SummerSlam because that's where I see this shit ending. All right, so it is main event time. Main event. We got Bobby Lashley taking on Dren McIntyre. And before the before the match, uh, you can see these guys. You know, this is Vince McMahon in his big sweaty man fetish. You, you, you just see, you know, two sweaty big men working out, lifting weights, and they're just like, oh, 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 oh. and then Braun just shows up. The other sweaty big man just shows up, looks at one sweaty man like, hmm, hmm. we sweaty. We men, all right, match, <laughs> ramble on. Honestly, and I'm be I'm, I'm be very honest here. Decent match. I'll be very, I'll be very honest. Very decent match, but we've been getting, we've been getting, like as a, as a main event, we've been getting out of Lashley, Drew, Lashley, Braun. Braun Drew, Drew Braun. Like, I would like. I, I get it. This, this is, this is the, this is their Raw's main storyline. This is, you know, their championship storyline. But honestly, like, don't you feel like we should get like other, like, like maybe, maybe like a tag team, maybe tag team as a main event. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind like. I like it, but I'm also kind of kind of getting tired of just seeing Drew, just seeing the big guys. Like, you know, cause I, I feel like the big guys take up the most of the show. Cause majority of stuff back majority of stuff backstage is either with Bobby Lashley or them talking to Braun Strowman or or MVP doing something with Braun Strowman 
or MVP interacting with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre out of you know doing a promo talking talking shit about Bobby Lashley or Braun Strowman. Like, like I I I want to I want to see the main event spot shared. You know, maybe with some other wrestlers, but the match itself is typical. It's like every other week. You know, we get we get these two big guys going blow to blow. You know, and just honestly, just just building a story, just building a storyline leading up to the pay per view. That's really that's really what it was. It was good. It built a it, it built a little bit more story. You know, to the pay per view that we have, and that's pretty much it. If there's anything that I could say about this match, it was just. Same old bullshit as last week, except thank you. <laughs> except um, there was something that happened at the end. Which okay, let's talk about right now. So basically, what happened, you know, uh, before the whole DQ shit happens, is that uh, Bobby Lashley is putting Drew in a hurt lock, but Drew is trying, you know, overcome the odds. You know, he's trying to take his vitamins, say his prayers. You know, hoking up, hoking up, hoking up, hoking up, hoking up, and he <laughs> counters it. Bobby Lashley, you know, gets him in a, a sidewalk suplex. Drew McIntyre just no sells it, gets right back up, fucking Claymore. <laughs> Music hits. He basically is running from the back of the Thunderdome. He comes from the back, clocks Drew in the back. DQ giving Drew the win. And running power slam to Drew McIntyre. Then fucking running power slam on Lashley. Yeah, what made what made MVP think that Braun Strowman was just not gonna beat up Bobby Lashley? I don't know, but for some reason Corey Graves <laughs> was yelling at them like guys, 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 he's behind you, guys, and he's just right it's there. Like, oh. He takes so MVP, like he's get, he's ready to attack him, swings the cane, locks it. Pushes him out of the way. He's like, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do to your boy. And so he takes fucking Bobby Lashley. He running power slams him right to the fucking barricade. No, bro. No lie, bro. Every time he does that, bro, I feel bad for whoever's going through that fucking barricade. I worry for Lashley because it's like, yo, we can't be, we can't be doing this to our champion. He can't get injured. He needs to be 100 percent Oh, and knowing Braun, like Braun Strowman, like I listen, I love Braun Strowman. He's a he's a phenomenal big man, yo. He like he really he truly is, man. But sometimes, man, I feel like that he just don't fucking care. And he then he goes and then he goes right back into the ring. And then he running power slams through a second time. Again, like ending like, the like, show. Ending the show. <laughs> that, that, that tells you officially that he hates Drew more than Bobby. Well, I mean, we got there's a this was a this was a good build up to redacted backlash. Like, ah, uh, go ahead, give your overall thoughts and your fucking grade. All right, so my overall thought on this whole show, like honestly, I must agree with you. The show definitely built, like throughout the throughout throughout the whole night, like it built, like there were storylines building, like and 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 that's what we need more of, you know. Raw has this thing where some weeks they're not consistent, they just want to throw us random bullshit, you know. And then you got some of these weeks where they're actually doing a really good job and <laughs> really like developing 
these storylines that or and and like developing storylines and also creating new ones because little by little we see little ones forming like little storylines like starting to form up and stuff like that so honestly the 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 night the night was good i don't feel like we got a lot a lot of backstage stuff which is very good because I remember a few recordings that, or I feel, or maybe the last recording as well. There was a whole lot of fucking backstage segments. Are you kidding me? There's more backstage stuff on this shit than wrestling. It's a three-hour no, show. There's like no, twelve backstage segments before matches. No, this show. Yeah, there was like there's like ten to twelve backstage segments, and out of everything, four matches, four to five matches for a three-hour show. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. so. We gotta work on that. <laughs> so it's just like, look, segment, segment, promo, promo package, segment, action. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> nah, so yeah, nah. So like, I, my overall, I give it a, I give it a, I give it a, a good. So solid good. Yeah, solid good. Yeah, like it, it, it was, it, it, it built. It, and and that's that's my main thing. Like when it comes to Raw, because SmackDown does a great job on doing that. Not last week. Oh, yeah. So, listen, some weeks they have their good, but majority of their weeks, they do good. Some some weeks, they fuck up. But, honestly, SmackDown does a way better job than Raw does in building their storyline. And that's what that's that's really my <coughs> Raw is building your stories, building building the stories that, that you already have and making more out of it. And Raw did that this week, so that's why they get a good I didn't hate this show whatsoever. I just had one major issue. Can we like can can we stop with these fucking I, I'm I don't want to see any more of this woman's segments. Like can she just get released like immediately again? Like can 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 you make me happy and release her again? She's worthless. Garbage. Garbage. I thought really wants her gone. Look, um Everything, everything in this show was actually, you know, pretty good. You know, the 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 eight man tag, the the um the the six woman uh, tag was actually pretty good because of the, everything that happened with Alexa. Um, the build up for both triple threat matches going into redacted backlash, pretty good going forward. You know, Oscar doing double duty, uh, Rhea Ripley looking strong going into the pay per view, Braun Strowman now looking super strong going into the pay per view. For his main event in the triple threat for the WWE Championship, um, again, like I, I would, I hopefully this whole thing with uh, RK Bro becomes official. Like they actually start naming them that because if they're really gonna take this whole thing seriously, I'm hoping that they take this to to the next level because this is actually this is probably the best thing that's going on in the tag division. I mean, yeah, I hate when they do makeshift tag teams, but when you make them and you stick them around for a while and people start liking what's going on here, then yeah. they get really attached. Like I've gotten, I, I've gotten attached to Randy Orton and Matt Riddle because I like both of them. I don't hate Randy Orton for, for everything that he does in the ring, but everything that he does like outside of it, I'll give him a little, a, a little lashing or two on that. Maybe on his matches when he just doesn't want to give it his all, he'll get a lashing or two on that also. But right now he hasn't really done anything ever since the bullshit nonsense with Fiend. <laughs> My whole and another thing is this: Why couldn't we get this five weeks ago? The Raw after Mania. Why couldn't we get this going on? 
Why couldn't we have all this up and running? You know, you're doing all these angles with Garza and Gulag and, you know, all this new stuff. Why do we have to get that last week? Don't you think it was a perfect time to, to, to bring gender back after Mania? Oh, man, yeah, hell yeah. And you gave us three weeks worth of bullshit to give us something good and bad last week for something that happened to be very averagely good this week. So I'm actually going to give this a 3.5-er. It was a it was a good show. Average, but a good show. Yeah, much agreed. Agreed. And so we 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 have the um redacted backlash live reactions uh coming up this week. We were doing this again, and then we got double or nothing coming up in two weeks. But uh, yeah, we have SmackDown tomorrow night, so we have to be prepared for that. Uh. Oh God, Raw! Well, please give us something good next week at the you know the the Raw after Redacted Backlash. So, All right. YouTube.com forward slash RambleMania Show. You could stomp a mud hole on that subscribe button. Share it for us by giving a thumbs up. Twitter at RambleMania, Instagram at RambleMania Show, Facebook.com forward slash RambleMania Show. All of our audio platforms. You can find us at iTunes, Spotify, Google Music. Stitcher, Anchor, all that other stuff, because we give all of our content straight to you. So let them know where to follow you at. You go follow me on IG on Savage with two A's uh, on Pro Wrestle Podcast, Savage Pro Wrestle Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at iZombies, double I, Z O M B, double I, E S Z. We have our redacted backlash live reactions coming up pretty soon. Also, guys, stay tuned for a very special video coming up where I have a sit down interview with wrestling announcer CZW Hall of Famer himself, the man, the myth, Larry Legend, for Jay Savage. I'm Hazel the iZombie. We are Twin Magic. We would like to wish you all a porn and goodies. A too sweet. And a good bye, good night. Bye.